AMA50KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. This is the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan, your host. It's time now for Moment in Creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Hi, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon. How are you today, Gary? I'm doing okay. So what's on your mind for today? Well, um, I'm going to ask you a question here. Where would you expect to find the theory of evolution promoted? Well, you might say public schools, high schools, public colleges and universities, mm-hmm. probably you would say museums. Yeah, like the Science Tele- Center. Yeah, There you go. Television documentaries, newspaper and magazine articles, including especially things like National Geographic. Okay, but did you ever think that it was really going to be promoted by U-Haul? That is the company that rents trucks and trailers for people to move around the country? No, not at all. Well, <laughs> Are they doing that? <laughs> well, they certainly are, and, and have been for some time, actually. I don't know if you pay attention when you drive down the road, and you see they're often they're very colorfully painted uh, trucks and trailers and have some interesting graphics on them, and they have one for the various states of the Union and things like this. But they also feature many of them that actually are promoting evolution. And you can actually even go to the website for U-Haul at uhaul.com. And if you scroll down to the very bottom of their home page and look for a thing that says Super Graphics and click on the Super Graphics, then they show you all the different uh, designs that they have for their trucks and trailers and, and what's on them. And a number of them certainly do promote evolution. I'm at their website right now and uh, looking at the Super Graphics thing. And there's one here that is a big, monstrous-looking creature that's uh, there. And it says, Illinois once lay near the equator on the supercontinent of Pangea and was home to unique creatures. How did the strip mining of Illinois' coal deposits reveal the secret of the Tully monster? And then there's a thing where they encourage you to go to their website and find out more. And they have a lot of things that promote the theory of evolution as fact, as if it were sort of a educational service <laughs> to, to the world to promote these things. They're billboards, basically, that go around the highways of our country and people can read all about them. And you can click on their uh, website and it takes you to articles that will talk about uh, what they were talking about here and promoting everything from a uh, evolutionary worldview, millions and billions of years. In fact, some of their trucks and trailers actually talk about millions of years ago, this was the case, or this particular animal that's featured there evolved over millions of years. So they actually kind of promote that as just kind of the mainstream worldview. And uh, whether they look at it as an educational service, I don't know. But I would tell my listeners that this is an opportunity, if you're driving down the road and see one of these, to talk to your children and grandchildren about what the Bible says about these things and to direct their attention to good resources like Answers in Genesis that can tell you the rest of the story, the opposite side of the story of what you're going to hear from the sources that are always promoting evolution. So if you went to Answers in Genesis and looked up Tully Monster, uh, there's a very interesting article there about in 1955, an amateur fossil hunter found bizarre fossils there. And it was called, they called it the uh, Tully Monster. But we're not talking about something like King Kong or Godzilla. It's actually like a four-inch long uh, creature that was soft-bodied animal with eyes on sticks It had a single nostril. It had an elephant-like proboscis with a crab claw on the end. 
this diminutive monster is found exclusively in Carboniferous rocks that are traditionally dated 300 million years old uh, in the United States state of Illinois, where it is regarded as their state fossil. Uh, and scientists have debated its identity ever since its discovery. Um, is it like a crab? Is it like a slug? Is it a reptile? What is it? And it's only known from one location there, and that adds to the mystery. But from a biologist's perspective, it says there are a few clues that stand out. Uh, one is that it has a notochord. A notochord is a stiff rod made of cartilage that runs down the animal's back like a backbone, providing support while it is an embryo. All vertebrates and some invertebrates have notochords. In invertebrates, the notochord can later become part of the vertebral com column. This makes it an important clue to one of the most basic distinctions biology. Was the Tully monster a vertebrate or an invertebrate? Also interesting were blocks of muscle called myomeres, and these muscle groups appear in the W patterns in, his in this Tully monster, and they provide a clue as to how it swam. A living animal with similar blocks of muscles is the eel-like lamprey, which moves its body through the water in a powerful wave-like motion like a snake. The Tully monster has less than half the number of mirror mirrors as a lamprey, and this lower mirror mirror count makes it likely that it swam only using its tail. And so you can go on and read the article, it answers in Genesis, and it's, it's a fascinating story. But coming back to our story about the U-Haul, uh, and how uh, U-Haul trucks and trailers with their paintings promote evolution. What I would say to our listeners, again, is as Christians, just to be aware of things like this, looking at the world around you, and look at them as opportunities, opportunities to talk to your family, to your friends, to your loved ones, to make them think about what is the truth. You know, you hear these stories, there are, they can depict wonderful or fascinating creatures, but how do you best explain them? Are these things best explained by millions and billions of years of evolution? Or are all these things best understood in the light of God's Word, the Bible, and the historically accurate account of creation that God gives us there? And especially, I want to remind our listeners that this is always an opportunity to lead it back to the Gospel and to Jesus Christ, because we're not only curious about origins and whether creation is right or evolution is right, it comes back to the truth of God's Word, the Bible, and the central message about Jesus Christ, our Savior. Because God created a beautiful world. He tells us about it in His Word. We messed it up by our sin. He tells us about that in His Word. And there's a solution, and that solution is also told us in God's Word, the Bible, and it's all about Jesus, the Son of God, who is our Creator, who also came into this sin-broken world to be our Redeemer, who suffered and died on the cross and rose again, that we may be saved by repenting of our sins and trusting in Him, who is our crucified and risen Savior and Lord. So look for the opportunities that God gives us to witness. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? I would be happy to do so. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, when we look around in the world around us, we see many evidences of people who don't believe your word and who teach a false religion, the religion of evolutionism. Help us, O Lord, as Christians, to believe your word and to look at the opportunities there to challenge the prevailing worldview and also to teach our family and friends the truth of your word, pointing them to you, O Lord, as our creator and our redeemer, that we all may repent, believe in Jesus as our Savior, and receive the gift of eternal life. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Pastor. You're welcome. Look forward to talking to you next week. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org.